it's time for us to return to the Crossbell games and wrap them up. Yay. I mean, not not yet that we're wrapping it up. Actually, technically, we're wrapping it up later this year, but... No, I was very excited. She hates these games. She wants, to, she wants to be done with them. Throw them in the garbage. Don't slander me like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have posters yeah. of both of these games in my bedroom now. Yeah, and then you have big old X's through them because you hate them. No, I didn't googly eye them like the other poster in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Season Lamb Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello, hello. This is episode 330. It's not 330 o'clock when we are do- doing <laughs> this, but. No, it's 702. That is the episode number. We are talking about The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. I always confuse to and from on the crossball games, and it's really frustrating to me that I can never get it right. Yeah, that they should have like you know not done that. Yeah, it's it's so confusing. Like trails from zero to Azure, make make choose one. Just make it all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it easier for us. We're dumb dumbs. Trails of cold steel. Trails in the sky. Trails to cold steel two. Trails from cold steel three. <laughs> It's just always confusing. I, I get it wrong every single time. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crossbell. We're back at Crossbell. That we are. I don't remember what episode. It was like a few weeks ago that we talked about um, Zero, right? It was definitely not a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh. I felt like it was recently. That game came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> it was a few weeks ago. Al's just I'm... in her own little world of I don't know what. <sighs> that was episode 306 in November of last year. See, that was a few weeks ago. That was five months ago. <laughs> Same thing. My goodness, Al. <laughs> you know, my brain's dead. I'm sorry. Just a little bit. Head empty, brain empty. It's all gone. Stress baking. Stress baking, yep. Uh, anyways, Trails to Azure is a video game. It finally came out over here in English for the first time officially. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Geofront. Yes. Uh, this game originally came out on the PlayStation Portable. Yo. On September 29th, 2011 in Japan. Good long while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out on PC... In March of this year, it was put out on the Vita with the expanded version, like with upgrades and stuff, on June 12, 2014 in Japan. It came out on PlayStation 4 on May 28, 2020 in Japan, and in March 2023 over here, and on Switch as well in March 2023 over here. Like you said, this is a... this was made by the Geofront team, well, like, helped out by the Geofront team after they had done their fan translation of it. Mm-hmm. Just like the previous game was, essentially. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, also uh, a sequel to the previous game as well. It has, like, all the same kind of uh, doohickeys and upgrades if you get the Switch or PC version. The PS4 version, again, I think is um, just the, the PS4 the inferior port. version. Yeah, so if you are looking to get the fun stuff, get the, uh, get the Switch or PC version. Mm-hmm. Switch version runs 
perfectly fine. Yep. Got some fun doodads in there. Like, you can just skip through all the the company logos at the beginning just to get straight to the game. Like, it loads like a PS5 game. Yep. <laughs> just like, bam. Bam. Uh, there's a really cool thing in this game. I don't remember if it was in the other one or not, but, like, there's a option you can turn on where, like, it tells you each piece, like, each sound, each, each, uh, piece of the soundtrack that plays whenever like it plays in the game what and also like tells you like what soundtrack it's from what yeah it's real cool i missed that entirely where was that it's in the options somewhere nah, yeah like here's the song name here's what soundtrack it's on so you get to learn like oh yeah there's a lot of stuff in here from like the previous game it's in here there's stuff from sky in here Mm-hmm. And you get to hear all the you see like all the titles for the new stuff. And you have several from Sky the Third. Yeah, it's up. real cool. Mm-hmm. That is really neat. I didn't know that that existed, but that's really rad. Yeah. Neat. You know what they didn't bring back though? The good the Geofront su- theme. The superior battle theme and the superior Geofront theme. Travesty. Yeah, that is a that is a bummer. Travesty, and I mentioned to you. That even they knew that those were inferior because when they did the the like epilogue and Cold Steel Two, they used the the Geofront theme from Zero and the battle theme from Zero because they know what's up. Much better. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the this is the sequel. Remember how last game we were like, man. You know, this feels kind of like its own game. Like, you could just play this by itself and be completely fine. It mm-hmm. has kind of like a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. There's no real big cliffhangers or anything. Mm-hmm. This game is kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> yep. Because, boy, howdy, things are just off the rails pretty much from the get-go. Yeah, they uh, they kind of throw you right into there, huh? And things just uh, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Keep moving, keep escalating, and uh, you really can see how like this is concurrent with uh, Trails of Cold Steel one and two, mm-hmm. in terms of like how like what the story is doing and everything and all of that. So it's like it's there's a lot happening in this game for sure. There's there's, there's a lot there's a lot. Um, although I am still sad that there is one mistranslation with a Toa line, um, in in the in Orcus Tower. That bothered me a lot. I still don't know what that is. Um, so when you talk to her when the the event's happening, she says that class four is at Gorilla Gorilla Fortress. Oh. Um, and it's supposed to be class seven, obviously. Um, and she also says something about like the Imperial Times, so it's supposed to be Imperial Chronicle. Gotcha. But, like, it's a pretty big problem to say Class 4 when she very, very obviously means Class 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm surprised that that wasn't, like, caught or patched or anything. Um, but yeah, so you're like, oh, wow, all this stuff is happening. Oh, no, they're at, they're at the fortress. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then, like, Comrade G is there. And then he's not, because he dies. Uh-huh. Um, 
So yeah, you, you get some some nice nods to things that are happening in Cold Steel. You get um some some nods to later Cold Steel too. Yes. Whole lot's happening. Whole lot's happening. Um and the wild thing is you don't even start with like the same crew, because we talked a lot when we were playing Zero that like one of the things that's so nice about this is that you had the main four and like it was a it was a tight group. You knew what was going on there. Um, and then, like, you start this one. It's like, well, you don't get those characters yet. No, like, there's like, oh, they're off doing their own thing. They gotta, they'll be back soon, <laughs> essentially. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, they're doing things that are, like, you know, in line with what happened at the end of the first game, essentially. Yeah. So, like, Randy's off helping people who were, like, you know, brainwashed from the drugs and everything. Uh, Tio's off helping the foundation I think or doing something of that nature so like they're, they're off doing their things to kind of like you know patch things up after everything that happened in the first game and then eventually they'll come back but then you get the you get the new recruits mm -hmm. which are some interesting new recruits um Wazi is one of my favorite characters in this game <laughs> what a weirdo he's such a weirdo <laughs> Wazi is such a weird guy, and I love him for it. Like, he he doesn't even apologize for just being an absolute turbo weirdo. Yep. And he's like, yep, this is me. Hello. What's up? How are you? I am Wazi. Um, I do like the, the original, like, I guess fan translation that wasn't Geofront translated as Lazy. Um, which is pretty good because it, it's like um, I forget what character is it might be German or something but it's like an L but it's pronounced as a W yeah so he was he was a lazy hemisphere big lazy but, man but he, he is supposed to be wazzy wazzy hemisphere um I don't know he's sleazy he's 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 a troll, mm -hmm. um, but like sleazy and in a way that like not like Randy Orlando. There's fun parts where like Randy even says like, "What was what with this guy? I don't know. Right. I can't right. handle right. it." <laughs> when Randy's like, "Whoa, buddy!" You're like, "Oh, oh, wow, okay." Um, yeah, those two, if they ever went partying together, would be a sight to behold. A sight. Um, the other one that you're joined by is uh, Noel Seeker. Who sure is there? She sure is there. Um, I've mentioned it to you, and I will mention it again here. Um, Fran Seeker is the superior Seeker sister. Yeah. Yep. She actually, you know, has some kind of personality. Agreed. Yep. Yep. She's not super, super gung-ho about the military. No, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, the one point where they're like, hey, you're going to join up with this, and you realize I might be going against your sister and all that. She's like, F it. I'll do what I got to do. I'm like, good girl. Good for you. But yeah, you do have those two. Um, 
And they're a lot of fun. I mean, Wazzy's fun anyway. They add some new dynamics and like just intriguingness to the entire group. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you straight up though. Like once I got all my regular crew back, my my main team was still the four. Yeah, of course. Um, I had Wazzy in the in the support. So I mean, could... it's, that's the way to do it. It's true. It's true. Way true. Um, yeah, cool characters, and then you have some other people kind of join with the SSS later. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Not Work together for- at least. Not formally, they are comrades. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Comrades. Comrades. Yeah, things are messed up. Crossbell's not okay. <laughs> That's an understatement, I think. <laughs> Crossbell is struggling. Crossbell's having a bad time. He's having a real bad time. Um, have this strange girl come in and grope people. Yep. Yikes. Oh, boy. She did it again in three, and I'm just like, this makes me really uncomfortable. There's a, yeah, a lot of a lot of new faces, a lot of new, I guess, not new faces per se, but like... Introductions of characters that we know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a way to put it. Because we played Cold Steel first. And also some returning characters as well. Hmm. Which were certainly surprising. Which one surprised you? Our boy Kevin. Oh. Yeah, Kev- Kevin and uh and um I don't know how to pronounce her name. Reese? 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 I don't know. I would maybe Reese. Um I was so happy when I played this game whenever the Geofront patch originally released. Yeah. And they showed up again. I was like, oh, you. And I love that everybody still calls him an onion. I was just surprised because like, wow, they actually put you in a game that's not just your own. That's They acknowledge you exist. Right. And it's not just like you and a piece of art at the end of a game. Yeah. Like they, they actually gave you a role in this game. You talk. Like, Whoa. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, like was, was that wild for you as somebody who hasn't played Sky? In what way? Like, did it did it really like mean anything to you other than like, whoa, that's Kevin? I mean, I know he's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I don't know him to like the extent that you do, but like, I feel like it's kind. Of, it was more of a surprise of like, wow, he's actually in a, in a game that's not just three. Because <laughs> as far as I knew, like that's all he was in. Right, right. Like I didn't know he was in this game or anything, or he was even like would have been mentioned or anything. Yeah, he was like, in the second chapter and the third. And like, because he doesn't show up in the Cold Steel stuff at all, except for like that very brief, 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 brief cameo in like the very end of Cold Steel Four. But even then, it's just like he shows up in a Piece bunch of, of images. Yeah, so like, it's not like he's even really there. There, right? Like he doesn't make an impact in the way he does here. No, like he's very actively involved here. Yeah, whether he. Uh, whether he should be or not. Although I do think it's really funny that he he, he and Reese are basically like 
a cover. It's pretty funny. Like, ah, distract, distract, distract. Um, no mine does. We're just, we're just here. You know, Crossroader, hi. That that guy that's running the Crossroader Church is like, or I'm like you get out. Meanwhile, another <laughs> another little Crossroader guy's uh, doing his thing. Yep. <laughs> Having him a good time. Sure is. Not even being subtle about it. God. I love that conversation. <laughs> God. so funny that that whole sequence is just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> of the reveal yeah um at what point do we tell people like hey we're gonna talk about spoilers i feel like we've already kind of done that okay well we're kind of already in spoiler territory turn around if 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 you do not want to be spoiled even further because like because every now and then you'll fall apart Um, the reveal of Wazi as, um, is he the ninth Dominion or is he the fifth? No, Kevin's the fifth. Okay, so he's the ninth. Let me, let me see if it's this, eventually will show me here. Or tell me here, that's what I meant to say. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think this time, I may mean, have to like go onto his actual page to see, but go continue on. Um... I could tell you because I have the Dominion page pulled up. Uh, Wazi's the ninth. Okay. Kevin's the fifth. Well, there you go. Um, spoiler: Gaius is the eighth. Whoa. Thomas is the second. Uh, Game Boy's the seventh. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's just like, hey. PT Dubs. <laughs> what up? Uh, kind of been part of the church this whole time. Lloyd's like, huh, so this whole, like, testaments thing, y you aren't really being too subtle. And Wazzy's like, no, nah, we aren't really trying to be. Yeah, he's like, no, that's the point. If, if people realize, if people think we're just being, like, tryhards and just, like, going, oh, like, super overt about it, they will never look into us because they'll never think, imagine that that's actually the case. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you have a solid point there, my dude. It was interesting because, like, the whole time, like, even going back, I think, into the original, like, the first game, you, you realize there's something weird with Wazi, and, like, you don't exactly know what it is, and especially, it's more ramped up in this game in particular because, like, he joins you and everything, mm -hmm. so, like, you don't know exactly what the deal with him is, and they don't really give you, like, any real hints about it either, so, like, you're just kind of left wondering, like, okay, where's, when's the, sh the, the shoe gonna drop on this? Like, what exactly is his deal going to be? Is, like, is he going to actually turn out to be, like, someone working with the enemies or something? Or, like, do, like, some kind of that turn? Or is he, like, something else entirely? And it then turns out, oh, yeah, he's just, he's he's something something else entirely. Something very much. Because he just, like, disappears. And you're like, yeah. huh. Like, that's suspicious. Yeah. And he disappears at, like, a very important time that you're mm -hmm. like, you, you should maybe not be gone. And yet, you're gone. Um, but then, yeah, then he just shows up, and uh, Abbas is is uh, he's like second in command of the Testaments. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, like I'm his, I'm his right hand man. 
I don't think he's a squire like Reese is, but he's he's basically his underling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really funny. He's just like, hey, what's up? I fly this big ship. <laughs> Come hang out on our ship now. It can it can go invisible. It's pretty we have cool. airship airship travel now. <laughs> well, all the girls would have their own airships. No, I mean for like the game, we have airship travel now as well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's real fun. Um, yeah, that was that was. I mean, the whole that whole section, like that whole like the chapter right before, like not the chapter, but like the little intermission you get right before the end of the the, the final chapter, and then the final chapter itself is just there's just so much happening in that final chapter which like makes sense because like that chapter itself is like is much longer than any other chapter in the game it like it's the length yeah. of like two chapters essentially or yeah. even more you would think like it's just things just start popping off and they just continue to pop off until the <laughs> game ends they never stop no it's just it just keeps going and going and going like even in the credits it never stops like it's still popping off yeah I mean you're not wrong wild although like one of the things that i will say for this game is that this might have some of the best pacing of any trails game Mm -hmm. um because like a lot of them do start off like pretty slow um and you know they have some some bits here where it's like eh, this part it's it's not as interesting as like this crazy bombastic thing that just happened um but like this one like Start to finish, going down. I mean, it, it feels it has the kind of pacing that like the even numbered Cold Steel games have. Yes, I would agree with you on that. Because they don't have to really set stuff up that much. I mean, they have to set like a couple things up here. Because uh, there's a lot of like political machinations happening in this game in particular. Um, but for the most part, like you know, everyone's been established and everything, so we can kind of just like get going into the plot immediately, mm-hmm. which is nice to have nice it's nice although i did miss my my randy orlando for a while there it's true i was i was real i was gonna be bummed if like because you get him back and everything and like everyone has new um covers for their uh their their phone things whatever you call them uh yeah the enigmas um so everyone gets like new covers because it's like a new game um, I was gonna be real bummed if Randy's he wasn't lost a just sexy lady. Yeah, it did, but it just becomes another one. I was like, all right, sick. <laughs> he maintains a sexy lady, but in a different color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very he, funny. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he gets any sexy lady posters in this one, though. He gets like a snowboard at one point, or is a it's, surfboard? It's one of those two. I think it's a surfboard. And yeah. I was like, huh, Randy's a surfer? Interesting. And then I forget what the other thing he gets is. Yeah, I don't remember what the other thing is either. Why well, he gets a comfortable chair and a fish? An aquarium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one with Wazzy where, like, you go into his room after you get all the things, and then he's just sitting in the chair, and Wazzy's like, yo, you got to check out this chair. It's so comfortable. It's like sitting in a cloud. And Lloyd's just like, all right, let me check it out. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> The most comfortable chair. They're just, they're just losing their shit over this chair. It's 
real good. It's so funny. Oh man. Uh, this one has some really good interactions with the the like room objects because like Kia has the like penguin costume. <laughs> I didn't get the penguin costume. I was real bummed. Mm. Oh my god! So you didn't get that interaction? No. Okay, I have to tell you about it. I've seen the picture of it where she has like the head on. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I didn't get to. I didn't get the thing in the game, unfortunately. So Lloyd buys her what he thinks is a penguin plush. Mm -hmm. and um, he gives it to her and she's like oh that's not a plush like it has a zipper you can get in on it you can get in it and he's like huh interesting do you want to try it out and she's like yeah of course I want to try it out so they they put her in the penguin costume entirely and Lloyd is just suffering because he's like this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life the cutest thing and then everybody starts walking in they're like what is going on in here oh my god <laughs> Like, literally everyone walks in, they're just like, my heart! I've never seen anything cuter in my entire life! And then, like, the, they, they go and, like, hug on her and all that, and I, I think it, like, fades to black and there's text over it that's like, Kia was banned from ever wearing the penguin costume ever again. <laughs> um, because people couldn't handle how cute she was. The insufferable parents strike again. It's so fun. I, I love how much they, like, especially Wazzy's like, oh, man, you guys are super duper parents this time. Mm-hmm. He's calling them out. Even by the end, he's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yep. Um, well, by the end, he's like, ah, yeah, I'm I'm the third papa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, you accept it. Once Good you become you. a member of the SSS, you automatically also become a parent. Yeah, you become a parent. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's really good that he's like, ah, yeah, okay, well, we have three proud papas now. It's really funny. Like, good, good. Because, like, Randy's straight up like, that's my kid. Yeah. That's my kid. I'll protect that. I'll protect that. I'm good. And, of course, Lloyd is very much so <laughs> like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, basically, everybody's like, this is, this is my child now. I will die for this child. Maybe literally. <laughs> They don't actually literally die, but they would. They very much would. Yeah, I mean, Lloyd kind of pushed it at the end there. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, like, this game is political hotbed. You got stuff happening every which way. You've got, like, the Red Constellation stuff happening. You have the, like big trade event happening. You, you hear stuff about Osborne. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, Lecter, Lecter dropped some bombs in this one. Just also wild. It's it's very wild how like because obviously the way people over here experience these games was much different than how people in like Japan would experience these games, where right. they would play these games first and then the Crossbell games, mm -hmm. or not excuse or me, the, the Cold Steel games. Crossbell, yes. the Cold Steel. Yes, um, this game in particular just spoils Cold Steel one and two, like like some of their big twists in that in this the game alone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, huh, wow, that's that's something. I mean, obviously there's some stuff of it like that's not. 
expanded upon, but like they just pretty much just straight up say some stuff in this game that's like, yeah, this that's that's the twist at the end of Cold Steel One. Here's the the twist at the end of Cold Steel Two. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like, huh. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, the whole time Lecter's like, yeah, you know, I'm still kind of doing this thing. He he's 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 planning things, and Lloyd's mm-hmm. like, how? How is he planning things? Don't worry about it. I'm in a it's party fine. suit. <laughs> I'm in my Hawaiian shirt. I'm ready to relax. I love when he's in the Hawaiian shirt. Even when he's wearing like his regular clothes at the end, when he gets into a fight, he gets that rip and he gets really upset about it. <laughs> Such a weird Le- dude. Lecter's so strange. I I cannot like. Even after playing both Crosswell games and all four Cold Steel games, like I can't. Well, in the Sky games, he's in that too. I I can't put my finger on what he is. Yeah. He's a very complex man. Complex he, motives. He, God. Um. Yep. Just the easiest <sighs> way to describe him. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, I I should have thought of it, but you're right. Like he's he's not a villain at all, but he's not a good guy at all he's a tweener yeah um like he's got some serious trauma because of what his dad did sats butts he's friends with a princess that's wild which like people knew that if they played sky but man it made me so happy when they reunited at the the trade conference thing I love that conversation in the stairwell. Love it. Made me so happy. I was a big fan. I'm a big fan. I think it's cute because like she's she's been like worried about him this whole time and like she knows he's been around because like obviously she knows he works for the government because she's the princess of another country. Um but like he just kind of disappeared on them and didn't tell them anything and so this was like the first time they really got to have like a conversation. She's like, "You're you're okay. This is good. Good for them." I'm not in my Hawaiian shirt though. I'm not as good as I could be. No, you're right. You're right. Not not in full gremlin mode with a Hawaiian shirt and petting the cat. <laughs> it's true. Um, speaking of gremlin mode, uh, Olivier makes an appearance here too. Yep, sure does. <laughs> 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 oh man Mueller's like god why I'm his manager please he's a star we need to get him back <laughs> please help I'm wearing please sunglasses help. I'm definitely not a, a anything suspicious or anything don't worry about it <laughs> no um by the way he's squirrely he'll get away from you I'm not wrong Mm-mm. not wrong at all God. <laughs> Man's wildin'. Man's a mess. He is a mess. Aha. Aha. He's such a mess though. Like seeing his his sub story or side quest here, it's just like, oh my god, you you can't handle him. I I can't. I love him a bit. He's so 
silly. I don't I don't know what I don't know what. <laughs> he sees he sees he's a wild man, but yeah, Mueller the whole time is just like oh. Why do I deal with this? Suffering. <laughs> Free me. <laughs> Get me out of this situation. Save me. That's that's what he signed up for when he I guess was born as a Mueller. Yeah. Mueller? Vander. Vander. I mean, he was also um, born as Mueller. He was also born as Mueller. <laughs> uh, behold, Vander style. Behold. I just love that he's like up on the roof playing his loot. <laughs> oh, man. He brings it up again. In three. Just so you know. Man's wild. That man's so wild. He is he's Can you imagine if Oliver, Wazi, and Randy all went partying together? They would shut the town down. <laughs> that would the, be the most chaotic. The nightlife thing. would not be able to handle it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Like how how do you survive that? How did they survive? That's that's the bigger question. <laughs> <laughs> like that would that would be wild. Oh man, you know I played that game. I feel oh, like man. Randy and the prince would definitely like get along. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. They super would. Super would. Oh man. But yeah, there's a. There's a lot of, like we said, returning and new faces in this game. Uh, we get to meet Randy's family mm-hmm. in the Red His Constellation for the first time. Uncle and cousin. Uncle and cousin. who uh, They show up later, obviously, in other games. Well, at least mm-hmm. I know Shirley does, for sure. Um, but we get a lot of more just like Randy trying to deal with all that and coming to terms with it and everyone or they just want him back and everything he's like no i got my own thing stop go away you weirdos like you're you're the war god son you gotta take over the family business he's like no no No, i'm sss and the the underlings are all just like oh commander randolph you're back hello (laughs) how's it going he's like shut up get out of my way not me i'm not that person yeah. Uh, Ouroboros definitely makes more of an appearance in this game, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of yeah. Campanella, the Professor Man, uh, Arianord, whatever her name is. I forgot how to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it either. And I've been but yeah, she's through, here. So. <laughs> Duvalee's here. Duvalee's here? I was like, yeah, Duvalee. <laughs> The other two are here too, but do you're a gremlin? Yeah. You got a lot. You got some stuff coming your way. You don't understand it yet, but man, good luck. <laughs> does she have stuff coming her way? Mm-hmm. But I did appreciate she got a portrait. That was cute. Yeah, um, there are because this is like based off of the uh, the, I guess the enhanced version or whatever you want to call it. Like, like yeah. you said during the trade conference, like Toa is there, even though like mm-hmm. in the original game she probably would not have been there. She was not. Um, Yuna shows up here. Mm-hmm. In the in the 
the uh, the police academy. Police, police academy, yes, yes. So you can go talk to her at random times and like see what she's up to and how she's. Her siblings are there too. Responding to uh, different events in the game and everything, which I thought was a real cool touch. I think so because like, if you play three without that, um, she makes it sound like she's like super best friends with the SSS and like playing the original version. You're like, huh? Um, when? <laughs> But I mean, they know actually... of her, and she knows them. Right, right. She just makes it seem like they're very, very close. Yeah. Um, and so it makes more sense when she'd be like, oh, yeah, they gave me advice and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they, they did, because they would go mm -hmm. by and see her in my canonical version. Um, which is good for them. Yeah. But, yeah, um, her, her, her twin siblings are also on West Street sometimes, just hanging out, chatting. Chit-chatting. So that was a cool thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, so excited when I saw Toa. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun little thing, especially because, like, it just tie, it makes the tie-in more to, like, Cold Steel make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a nice, it's a nice little touch, specifically. I think so. I really yeah. do. Uh, Estelle and Joshua show back up near the end of the game, along with Ren. Oh my god, does that hurt? That I mean, it's a good part at the beginning where you like you see them show up and you're like, yeah. Yep. And then things go bad and you're like, no. Oh man, things go really bad and it gets really hard and I felt so terrible, but like, it makes some of her later development in games make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, oh, well, what happened to that? Oh, well, this is what happened to that. Uh, it, yeah, like, there's also, like, good points or parts in, like, earlier on where you go see the the puppet man. Mm hmm I forget what his name is, but, like, he basically comes in, like, he's, like, because you go to see him early on in the game, and you see him talking to Campanella and the professor, and then he's just like, look, I don't have anything to talk to you right now, but if you have anything you want to talk to me about at some point, come talk to me. Come, 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 come to the play. Come to the whatever, whatever we call, whatever we call the, the like little workshop thing. Yeah, the workshop. That's what it is. Come to the workshop. I will hear you out because you helped Ren, and I owe it to her for that. I may not have the answer you want. Yeah, but I will try and answer you at least. And like you go back to him at some point later on, and like he does that. He like he owes up to his word and everything he's like yeah I'll, I'll tell you about Ouroboros and everything like I know obviously I have ties to them but like here's here's what I know and here's what's going on and everything and, and also then, at that point he's mad oh yeah he, he is upset because he's like because this is after they I think they uh they had the red constellation like um tear apart crossbell burn down crossbell and he's like I worked hard to give some stuff give these little puppets to Ark on sale and they burned that place down and destroyed them and I am very upset about this they're using these uh, ions that are not like what I used super sucks I don't like it <laughs> screw them <laughs> yep I'll tell you everything I know yeah so like that part was really good and then like like you said like at the end here where uh, Joshua Estelle and Ren come to help you out because everything's going poorly here and yeah, like uh, everyone's kind of trying to have to fight off a bunch of stuff um so they try and do that and basically potter modder sacrifices itself to save them to defeat this enemy they're doing and it just destroys ren yeah because there's no backup 
Mm-hmm. So like once he's once he's done, he's done. And yeah, um, like the one thing I mentioned to you that I really appreciate about this part is that like Joshua and Estelle like r- refer to him as like he's a person. Like they're like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, he passed away. Like he sacrificed himself. Like they don't treat him like, oh hey, this is just a machine that like she had. Like he's family to her, and they they recognize that, and that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it destroys her. And you get that that good scene in the one of the like villages. I forget which one, but like they're in a like a hotel, and like Ren's still just super upset, and like Joshua and Estelle are there, but also like um the other the the puppet man's there. It's in Maine's the mining village. Yeah, so, like, he's there as well because, like, you know, he heard, like, hey, Potter Modern got destroyed. You should come here and, like, see and like see if you can do anything to help her. And, like, mm-hmm. he shows up as well just to be like, yeah, she's not doing good. And, like, we're just all trying to help her out and make sure she's she's okay and can get over this and everything. And, like, it's a really, really good scene between, like, all four of them and, like, the SSS who show up as well. I mean, it shows, like, she has a support system even though she thinks that she doesn't deserve that. Yeah, 100%. And I love that. And, like, the reason, like, she comes back is because, like, or, like, comes back to Crossbell to help out, help out, essentially, is because, like, you know, she knows that her, like, actual family's here. And she wants to protect them. And she wants to protect them. She's like, I'm not letting you guys destroy this. This is where my family is. Like, screw you. Yeah. This is also really good. But, yeah. Like, I also kinda... like that Kevin was the one who went to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I just think it's funny. Kevin's like, yeah, I would pick him up. They, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't just let this go. No, they would not. Um, I, I super like the, uh, the prologue, or like the little chapter before the finale, and where you're like, the SSS are thrown in jail or throw, like Lloyd gets put in jail. Everyone else gets scattered, separated. Because- they don't want the SSS making doing anything to harm their plans and everything. And Lloyd's just in jail, and he's sitting there with fucking Garcia of the Mafia. Yep. And like they just have this like nice little chit chat about like you know guy and everything and like all of that. And like they come up with this plan to break out. And the two of them work together and everything, and mm-hmm. it's so good. And then like he Lloyd is able to get out, and Garcia's like, "I helped you this far." I'll hold them off for you so you can get out of here. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this is good. I knew you would love that chapter. Oh, it's so good. I also love that he broke Lloyd's tooth. It's like I gotta make it look real. Lloyd's like, oh god. Ow, my tooth. I really hope he either was able to visit a dentist or like. Some kind of magic can heal that, cause ouch. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think even like in the chapter beforehand, where like everything starts to go down, when like we got, I think we have to talk about Ilya and like how like wild yes. she is, especially in this in the last part of this parts of this game, where like Shirley like breaks through into Ark on Sale and like just crashes their performance and drops a chandelier on on Ilya who like knocks mm-hmm. uh the other gal out of the way Sully. Which, Sully out of the way to save her and like the chandelier drops on her I was just like holy yep and like and like you see a pool of blood just appear yeah. under her I was like did they just kill her off what the hell <laughs> and like she goes into a coma for like th- from that until like the end of the game where like eventually she wakes up from it 
and you go see her a couple of times and like one of the times you have you like you bring Risha with you because mm-hmm. eventually you get Risha after like you know you learn that she's Yen and everything and all that sort of stuff and you learn you start working together with Hayu because Sal's just like oh I will help you out ho 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 but I'll also release uh, Risha of her contract because you know she has things to do and everything but eventually you know we'll be business partners again probably <laughs> all that sort of stuff but like just remember that we did this for you yeah um but like once you get her initially she she'll talk about how like oh if you go to the hospital like I'll stay at the entrance I don't want to go in there I can't I can't, can't handle it right now I can't handle it right now but eventually near the end of the game you go um you go there and eventually you're able to like talk to her like get her at least to like the doorway where like she stays mm-hmm. outside and everything and you talk to Ilya about it and Ilya just has this whole like conversation with you where she realizes Rishi is outside and everything but like mm-hmm. her whole thing's like yeah they say like you know I, I may not be able to like dance or do anything but like I don't believe that in the slightest I'm gonna work my <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I can and I'm going to get out of this bed. I'm going to dance on stage again and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that happens. And I hear uh, maybe there's someone outside who also needs to hear this, but it would be great if we could do that together or something. Ha ha ha. It's just like, good Lord, this gal is just like ridiculous. Unstoppable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, obviously you kind of knew she had like this unwavering confidence throughout, you know, the first game in this game, which is how she is because she's like, she is the star of that performance and everything. She she exudes star power. Um, And you learn through that, you get that through like all your conversations with her and everything. But like, just to see her like use that in the face of like such adversity as she is facing at that moment is just like, holy crap. It's amazing. This girl is unflappable in terms of just like anything bad happens to her. She's like, "Now nah, I'll I'll get through it. Whatever, don't care. <laughs> Can't stop me." And it's wild because like um, Lloyd's not sister. Um, the seal. Yes, like they're best friends, so obviously she's really worried about her. Um, if you go and see Sully, like, Sully is doing nothing but practicing the whole mm-hmm. time yeah, because yeah, yeah. she wants to, like, make a good show for her when she gets back. Yeah. Um, which is also, like, really good character development on, on Sully. Because Sully also has, like, feels she has the burden on her of, like, mm-hmm. it should have been me who got crushed there. It, it should not have been her. Right. And then, like, when Rishia disappears, she's like, now it's literally just me. Like, yeah. everything's on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Poor gal, she's yeah. she's going she's going through it too. Yeah. But um, Ilya though, like she just does not like nothing will stop her. It's really impressive. It's so good. Like I, that scene and just like this. There's like a scene like I think after you she wakes up and you talk to her. Like she also kind of like has that same kind of like optimism about herself. And just like good lord, gal. She's like literally the half confidence yeah no kidding side of it doesn't get the no confidence part also i just love in this game anytime you go up to talk to her she sees the lawyer's like oh it's my favorite little guy my favorite little guy <laughs> so funny she loves you hey my favorite little guy how's my it favorite going little guy. um man speaking of favorite little guy can you freaking believe you see Guy again, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, maybe you should go hit on my fiance. <laughs> what a menace. My dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and Lloyd's just like, wait, what? No, what? That, that's weird. Stop that. 
No. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Where Ghost Brother. Die? Ghost Brothers is like, you know, I give you permission if you want to hit on my girl. Like, she's pretty hot. And he's like, nah, you got your own gal now. Hey. Hey, she's cool too. <laughs> she's probably too good for you. Hey. I did think it was funny that he said that she's too good for him. <laughs> Oh, um, which I guess to be clarified, we both um, did the final bonding scene with Ellie, um, which is why he was saying that we had somebody that was too good for us. Um, I wonder what he would say if you like ended up with somebody else, like if you had like Tio or Noel, or like even if you didn't do that and you bonded with like one of the guys. I wonder. I wonder what guy would say at that point. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know, but like I appreciated what he had to say about Ellie because he's right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I did. I did think it was funny. He's like, "Hey, little brother!" <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Why are we making him talk like this? I don't know. It just makes sense. <laughs> he's got a mullet. He does have a mullet. And then Lloyd goes and follows in his footsteps and has a mullet too later. It's just the Banning's uh, hair. The Banning's jeans. look. Yeah. Yep. Just goes along in the back very easily. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, I feel like, again, we're just going to talk about like the final chapter of this game because like, that's where all the, the, the fun stuff happens. Like everything's building to that. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. like by us talking about the final chapter, we're talking about everything leading up to that final um, chapter by by default. But can we talk about Zite? <laughs> Cause man. Good twist. But also yeah. I just love that so Lloyd's escaping from prison and everything. He goes down into the um the little forest where they train at uh like the CGF training. Knox Forest. Yeah, where, like, they just, like, they send him down there, and they're like, all right, survive, and do your best. So, like, he goes down there to try to evade the the uh, the Crossbell Defense Force, I think is now what it's called. And, yeah. And, like, the police and everything. And, like, he's just, he's cornered. He's just like, oh, man, <sighs> I wish everyone was here. You know, Randy, Ellie, Noel, Wazi, Tio, Kia, Sergey, And then you just hear, like... Hey, why wasn't I mentioned? Me. Why weren't you thinking of me? And you're like, who's that? And then this giant wolf shows up and you're just like, excuse me? Sight? Is that you? And he's just like, what's up? He's the size of a tree. Yeah, he's like, what's up? I'm going to scare these guys off for you. Then we got, we got some talking to do. I got some explaining to do. I also love that Lloyd is just like, Bro, how do you always have the best timing? Right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, also, as a side note, um, it's mentioned, like, as a very, like, throwaway line. But, like, there's a, a fairy tale that's talked about in, in Crossbell at one point. Like, it's, like, White Wolf and the, uh, I forget the girl's name. No, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Right, right, right. And, like, they mention with Zeit, they're like, Oh, you know what this is about? He's like, oh, yeah, it might have been about me. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I know that gal. Well, and he's saying that, like, oh, yeah, you know, the story says that she she died 
but that's not necessarily the case. Um, and that, like, oh, hey, she might actually be working at St. Ursula now. He's saying that Cecile is the, like, descendant <laughs> of that uh, that character. Thanks, Sight. Yeah. Like, what a wild thing to just info dump on the side of the road. <laughs> you know, when you're just, you're trying to escape the everyone. Yeah, I mean, Sight. Sight. I think one of my favorite things about Zayt showing up is that, like, when you when you go and find Randy again in your quest to, like, find everybody, um, you're, like, having a conversation, Zayt starts talking, Randy's like, cool, cool, wait a minute! Like, everyone has that same reaction. <laughs> I just like that Randy's literally, like, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I like when you go find Tio and, like, you're just having a conversation and Zayt speaks up and Tio's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, she just doesn't even like think twice about it. Then like she, and it's like a visual, she's she, always understood him. Yeah, she she stops for a second and realizes like, wait a minute, wait wait a minute, why are you speaking like human? What what's going on here? What, how are what, y'all talking to him? How do you guys understand it as well? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love how like anytime like anytime you save someone, Zeit shows up and like talks, and everyone's just like, whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. What's happening here? But yeah, like Zayt shows up, he saves you. You go off running through the countryside. He just like info dumps onto you, and he's like, "Like, so you are the divine wolf?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah." And then Wazi shows up, and it's like, "Hey, Zayt called me." Yeah, and, I, and I like as well, he's like, "So, so those wolves you were hanging out with at the beginning of the first game are those also divine wolves?" Like, nah, they're just regular wolves that like I just took under my wing and everything. <laughs> I just pal around with those yeah, guys. Yeah, my guys. It's fine. <laughs> and then, like, you see them later on when you go to find uh, Randy on the mining road, and, like, yep. they're fighting with the Guardian Force, and just, like, yep. it's real good. He's like, I, yeah, I sent my wolves over there to help him. They'll be fine. It's cool. They'll, they're, they're, they're good backup and everything. <laughs> yeah, I just love the idea of Zayt just turning out to be this bro. Zayt's such a bro. Like, what, a, what a good cause, bro. Because you think of, like, how they characterize him throughout, like, the the first game and this game. Like, he's very kind of, like, Sundere in yeah. terms of, like, oh, I, I guess I'll help you and everything. But then, like, he starts talking and he's just like, yeah, of course I'm going to help y'all out. It's cool. <laughs> y'all y'all cool. I like you guys. <laughs> you proven yourself. Yeah. He's just a I, total I like bro. I love it. I love it so much. He just, so you know, had, had to get big for a minute. Yeah. And then... Once he's big, he's like, all right, I like it now. Oh, man. It's so funny. What a good time. So good. Um, Man, speaking of bros, Kevin uh, wrecking his, his ship by using his stigma is rough. And then everyone's just like, you idiot, what are you, you doing? Idiot. You're not supposed to do that? Like, when you take like, Wazi hey. over to, like, talk to him afterwards, he's like... You know you're not supposed to do that, right? Like it's a really dumb movie. He's like, I'm, I'm aware. Thank you, thank you, Wazi. Thanks. <laughs> I've, I've already gotten a, a kind of chewed, chewed out here, already, so it's fine. I understand. Yeah. I love that when um he's like laying on the ground and Reese has him. Um, he's like, ah, I might get demoted for this. Uh, <laughs> want to be squires together? <laughs> um, but it is cute that uh. Like she's she's holding on to him after all that because it it that's one of the things that he has a really hard time with. And the third is dealing with the the stigma and the like pain with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and like she tells him a few times like, "Hey, you gotta limit your use of this. This is, this is not gonna be okay." 
Um, so she she's you know still protecting him there, and then you have um, the like instrumental version of um, "Cry for Me," which has a it has a title. It's like um, something about like home. I don't remember the title, but um, it's it's so good. It's so good. the name of that song. Do you know the name of the song? Nope. Oop. Not at all. Well, it's really, really good. But, um, yeah, it, that, that scene was really fantastic. And, uh, rip to his ship. Yeah, go and, down. Kaboom. I do also appreciate that they, uh, they have the moment where, um, I think it's, is it Wazir or is it Abbas who calls him like his old name and then corrects himself. It's like, oh, right. Never mind. You go by this now. I feel like that's Wazi. I think it's Wazi. It's a Wazi thing to do. Yeah. Um, cause that was another like big conclusion with the third was him changing what his, like his nickname is as a Grals Ritter. It's like, yes. Yes. It's very good. I, um, I I will say, I think if there's one thing I don't necessarily like about the end of this game, mm-hmm. I feel like the Croy's family turn is kind of unearned. It just feels kind of just super out of the blue. Yeah. And you're just like, huh, okay, I guess... <laughs> And we knew that Maribel was going to because yeah, of yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cold Steel. But even like with like the context here, it still feels mostly just like you kind of just pulled this one out of the blue and didn't really give a whole lot of thought to this. Um, so. I think that it makes more sense with like Dieter than it did with Maribel. Yeah, like his felt a little bit more natural because like oh hey power hungry guy. And, like, cool. you can see with the, how, like, Erebonia and Calford were, like, super pushing him around during the trade conference and, like, how they just want to, like, rip up Crossbell and everything of, like, how he could start to turn in that way. But they also reveal, like, oh, this has been a plan in the making for years for and years. years and years. And it's just like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, like, Maribel's turn in general, I was just like, okay, like... I knew it was going to happen, but, like, I wish it had happened better. Yeah, it just feels kind of like it happens and it's just, like, a wet fart of a reveal. Um. Although, one reveal that I feel like we have to talk about is the reveal that they all died. Yeah. Holy When I first got to that, I was like, excuse me? I think that's a good, it's a good little trick to do of, like messing with the idea of them because they they show the beginning of of um, trails from zero right at mm-hmm. the beginning of that game they don't really show it, but like i guess they do show a little bit but like the beginning of that game is um you know it's one of the, the sections of like oh we're going to show you the later a later part of this game and you're going to play through it and then we'll warp you back to the beginning of the game and then you'll play through the game and eventually you'll come back here and um, neither of the brights are there yes exactly that's that's the thing they hide the fact that Joshua and Estelle are there, which obviously you would do anyways because you don't want to spoil that they're going to show up. 
Right. Like that makes a ton of sense. But to to have that wrap around to here and be like, yes, that was a thing. But also that was a that was a timeline where y'all died at the end, and I I change or Kia changes it all because she didn't want y'all to die. It's a really interesting way to play into that. Like, oh, we're just hiding this because we don't want to reveal it. But also, this is actual story relevant, and we did this yeah. as well because it's a different timeline now. <laughs> That's so nuts, man. Um. There was something else I was going to bring up about, like, ending twists, too. It had to do with all that. The end twist? Well, I, I was thinking more about, like, the, the they died twist, but I, I'm blanking on what I was going to say, so it doesn't really matter. Womp womp. Brain fart. Um, we were talking about how the, the Croy buildup was not as good. Mm-hmm. Um... Especially if you get the scenes that build up to it, I think that Ian's turn is actually very well done. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, because there are scenes that you can get that are a little like side scenes that are just kind of a moment of like, huh. There's a so there's a moment. Um, I think it is it might be after when Crossbow gets burned. And you're kind of just going around trying to find information or something. or some, It's around, like, chapter three or chapter four. And mm-hmm. you're just going around to everyone trying to find information and stuff. And I was going around to all the places I knew and everything. And I went to his um, his place. And the door was locked. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's strange. Why would he not be here? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, anyways, da-da-da-da-da. I didn't really think much of it. I was like, I just remember thinking, that's real weird and strange. I don't know why it's weird and strange, but it's weird and strange. But anyways, let me move on and do my other things. And then, like, once I got to, like, the reveal and everything, I was like, oh. Oh. Okay. Um, There's another scene, if you go to um, the cemetery at one point, um... Because there's a grave this whole time that, like, you can examine a few times and it's like, oh, yeah, the name is too worn for you to see who it is. Right. Um, but there's one scene that you can go to the cemetery and the, um, like, gravekeeper guy is actually outside, whereas he's normally inside the little hut. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ask, like, hey, who who is this? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's Ian's family is his wife and his daughter you know they died in an attack and you know i keep offering to fix the tombstone for him but he says that you know this is good enough that he wants it to stay like this and you know i gotta respect that and like huh interesting and then there is another scene with the little assistant kid that he has right that if you talk to him he's like so I'm never allowed to touch his desk. Yes. Um, but he told me like, "Hey, if something happens, mm-hmm. like please mm-hmm. clean my desk." Yeah, and like you this find is that weird. Lighter yeah. Yikes. <sighs> and like, even if you think about it, like the idea of him being at the trade conference is kind of weird as well. Because mm-hmm. they play it off as like, "Oh, he's a lawyer." Yeah, we need a lawyer there. It's just like okay sure i guess but like without but in the context of now you're just like that hmm mm-hmm. yeah sure mm-hmm. 
can't imagine why you would need him there or anything. But yeah, he's just another part of this huge plan to basically the the whole plan is that like they're going to use Kia to bring forth the Septarium of Zero and wrestle control of the entire continent to Crossbell so they can't get bullied by Erebonia or Calvert anymore and basically can do whatever they want essentially because they have the and, power to. Like Arios is part of that because his his wife died and um Shizuku was blinded in an attack. Mm-hmm. Um I think they say it's Erebonia. I don't remember if it's Erebonia or Calvert, but it might have been both of them. Yeah. I, I think there um, might I don't know if they actually like claim one, but like there's like rumor like, oh yeah, we the rumors are it was one of these and yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Something and of that nature. Like one of the cute things about this is that Kia is able to like fix Shizuku's eyes. Mm-hmm. Which and is like the nice. whole time in like the last chapter, Shizuku's just like, I don't want my dad to do all this. Like this sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to do this. And he and Ara's the whole time's like, I gotta do this. I don't really want to. I gotta. Man, his little like subsection of the final dungeon where like all the chains are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ooh, buddy. Very Ace Attorney-ish. It is very Ace Attorney-ish. And then like he keeps telling you, like, I'm the one who killed Guy. Mm-hmm. And like it's very obviously not the truth, but he's sticking to that the whole time. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I know he died from a gunshot. I I was a cop. I know how to use a gun. Yeah." And they're like, "Dude, like, look at the weapons. There's no chance that would have been the case. Zero chance." Um. But he's just like sticking to that lie until he can't anymore. Yeah, because essentially he's like. He feels he's responsible for responsible that for it happening. Yeah, and he's carried that guilt for all these years now, essentially. Because he considered Guy like one of his best friends, mm-hmm. if not his best friend, and he was also, you know, his comrade. And if he had not been as obsessed with this entire plan, then Guy wouldn't have died. Yeah. And that's part of why he hid the the weapons, is that he didn't want his involvement to be known. Mm-hmm. But I did like that he like left them with Chizuku. It's like, yeah, if you see Lloyd, give him these. I was like, hell yeah, these are great. Sorry, I'm gonna replace him with the actual. <laughs> I did the like, same thing. <laughs> ultimate weapon. I did the same thing. I felt like such a. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I, that's exactly what I did as well. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, I, these are these are super good for the plot, but um, this weapon's better. Yeah, give me this cool weapon. <laughs> Oops. Um. Oh, man. Yeah, Kia. Kia becomes a, a a normal real girl afterwards. After yeah. they they hang out with Guy, I love the guy. Just like, yeah, I think she was trying to resurrect me at some point. Um. But you I want that to happen? And this is one moment that I really love Lloyd because he, you know, he's asked directly, like, by Guy, would you would you have wanted this to happen? Would you want me to come back? Because you realize nothing that has happened since then would have happened to you. And he's like, no. Like, I, I would love to have you back, but I also don't want to erase everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Because it's stuff that means a lot to Lloyd. Yeah. So, like, that's obviously a very hard choice to have to deal with. It's kind of unfair for Guy to ask him. 
but um, I do appreciate that they got to have another, like, a last talk. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Kia, you're my kid. I'm going to protect you. Let's go. Let's go. Let go. We got to get out of this void somehow, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of the void. Also, the street's going to collapse. We got to go. We got to go. Uh, I, I I think another interesting thing about like the final dungeon as well is that like because you fight quite a few bosses you, like you fight Shirley you a fight lot. the big guy Randy's uncle Arios but like every time you fight them it's not like don't, they don't have... forget Wald yes Wald as well but like every time you fight all of them like they don't like have like this like vehement hate for you or anything it's kind of like they have this underlying respect for the SSS and it's like mm-hmm. hey hey go do what you got to do after like yeah. after you beat them and everything which i think is really interesting to have like this core set of villains do that yeah cuz it's not something you really see a lot in terms of like final final dungeon encounters of like that they would just be like hey you like hey you did the thing go go do what you you're here to do one of my favorites in that was Shirley actually mm-hmm. um because it made Cold Steel 3 make some more sense to me but also um, like there's a part where she's like man you guys let your guard down I could have shot you just then yeah um, but then she's like I'm I'm, I'm too tired <laughs> I need a nap but then she says like maybe I should take them up on that job offer mm-hmm. and it's like oh she feels like she's not strong enough so she joins Ouroboros mm-hmm. I'll be damned yeah. Um, Which I think is going to lead into some interesting things in Reverie as well. I think so, One yeah. of the things I, I know about that game. Oh, what do you know about that game? I think there is a section in that game, like a story section in that game, where she's helping train the, the little prince. Oh, Cedric. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so it's like yeah, there's cause... a part of the story of that game where like Cedric's going through Ouroboros training and everything. Holy Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh. I wonder how they're going to get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, wow. Wow, 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 wow. But yeah, I like that, that they, there is, like, a respect there, that it's not, like, a cartoon villain type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's something that um, that the Trail series tends to do pretty well. Even, like, Mario Bell's, like, at the end there is kind of like, Ah, you beat me. I I gotta go. I got stuff to do. I'm I'm joining the Ouroboros now. I'm a new mm-hmm. Anguis. Also, by the way, I didn't kill Ian. He's kind of just wounded. He's in the little state stasis. But you can get him out of here in time. He'll be fine. Get him treated and everything. But uh, yeah. I'll see y'all later. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> well, if how everybody gets job offers, they're just like, all right, I gotta go. See ya. Except for Dieter, he he gets he gets a jail prison. offer. <laughs> <laughs> jail offer. Him Did and you, Ian are um, both in jail. Did you, when you were in the jail section, did you, like, talk to any of the prisoners? Yes. Did you, so you got that, that conversation with, um, what's his face? The assistant to the mayor? Yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. Ernest, yeah. Ernest, yes. Where, yes, like, I he, did. he talks to Lloyd about, he's like, yeah, I'm off the drugs now. I, yo, I feel real bad about everything that happened. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, man, I screwed up. Uh, like, hey, you want to, like, chit-chat after, like, this or anything? Like... Hey, I'll I'll be here. Mm, <laughs> you I th- know I where was I live like, now. Yeah, I thought that was like a good scene of like, hey, like acknowledging like I super messed up. Like I yeah. got some atoning to do. And Lloyd's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll chat mm. sometime. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, these people that, like, don't seem redeemable in, in Zero, or even, I guess, the beginning of, of this one. Because, um, like, Ernest didn't really seem redeemable. He seemed very, like, cartoony villain at points. But then, like, you get this, you're like, oh, wow, okay. Like, he was very much misled and lied to by a cult leader. Wow, who could have I mean, seen that look, coming? I feel like the uh, the the gist of both these games is that, like, yo, people can get very easily manipulated. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, every villain in this game, I feel like, at some point is easily manipulated, except for, like, mm-hmm. the Ouroboros people who, yeah, like, have no. an idea what they want to do. And, like, even then, they're still manipulating other people. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, everyone's getting manipulated at some point. Like... Even Garcia seemed like such a turbo asshole in the last mm-hmm. game, and then you get him in this one, and he's like, "You know, what? I respect you, kid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand you. I don't, I don't like your way of living, but I, I respect you, and I'll help you out. And then like, you're like your, you're like your brother, kid. <laughs> I like, I like that that moxie on you, child. Um, but then like when you go back and see him again, like after after the breakout and everything, he's like he got real messed up mm-hmm. um and like yeah i don't really want to see you i still don't like really like you but man you're a lot like guy and i respect that respect respect <laughs> um okay two things that are about these games people getting manipulated okay. respect mm-hmm. respect like even okay, so we both went and rewatched the epilogue of Cold Steel Two after playing this. Yeah, okay, so like I, I guess to say like the way this game ends in particular is that you know everything's all hunky dory, but then it? immediately okay for like a hot second, and then immediately yeah. it's like oh by the way, Erebonia uh, is going to come in and everything, and they have invaded Crossbell, and now they've taken over Crossbell, and everything's bad again. <laughs> That's how the game ends. <laughs> they basically played a, a Shadow Hearts one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they end with, like, you know, here's World War. (laughs) (laughs) Franz Ferdinand has been assassinated. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, you see, like, Lloyd on the run and having Mm -hmm. to, like, hide behind a wall with Kia and Arios. And, um, like, you see that things are going down. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. But, like you said, this all leads into the the epilogue in Cold Steel 2 where... Again, if you had... Like, when we played this originally, it was very confusing because, like, we had obviously not played these games in the slightest yet mm-hmm. because they are not out yet so like just going into this with no context whatsoever it was just very confusing mm-hmm. um but yeah you get to see like the to, to recap essentially the the epilogue of cold steel 2 you play as lloyd and Rishia who are sneakily maneuvering through the geo front trying to get some uh data some information about crossbell citizens and whatnot off of the servers so that the the Arabonian government can't use it against them or anything and mm-hmm. who do they run into but but Reed and Altina who are working for the government and everything <laughs> and it, I think the, again the interesting thing about that originally when like you don't have the context or anything is they're like oh here's Reen and he's a kind of a villainous here yeah yeah but now having the context of these games as well you understand like why these two are doing this and everything and like all the references they make and everything it's like oh mm-hmm. nahone this all makes sense mm-hmm. it's amazing what happens when you have context but um again like this whole thing like there's so much respect on both ends like lloyd and reen respect each other so much in this epilogue which is wild yeah um, like there's a like immediately like lloyd's just like oh you also do the same style that arios does interesting mm-hmm. 
He's like, oh, I'm not anywhere near that level, but uh, thanks. Um, and I think that the thing that's so interesting about that is that, like, it's very clear playing the Cold Steel games that, like, Reen is not okay. No. <laughs> Reen is not having a good time um, post, you know, basically, I don't know, the first chapter of Cold Steel 1. Um, uh, he has some good times in between there, but... At the, post the end of Cold Steel 1, let's say. Yeah, he's not okay. Um, but he says something about, like... Lloyd says something about how he's sad. And I was just like... Even Lloyd recognizes it. <laughs> Bruh. And, like, they... Lloyd realizes, like, he's, he's not doing this because he wants to. He's not trying to... What if we just went fishing? Like, he's not... You, those two should fish together. Let's go get some bruh fish. God, they should fish together. Can you imagine those two fishing together? Be real good. What if he... There needs to be... Okay. Forever he does not give me a, 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 a mini game or a scene of, like, the boys fishing together, I'm going to be very upset. Same. Same. Um, but, like, there there's, like, an understanding there, and... I, I appreciated that because I think Lloyd realizes like he's he's not doing this on his own will. Like he's he's not being a villain to stop us. Like he's he's there's something going on there. And I think like he um, he even like hears like oh Lecter called him and he's like mm -hmm. oh you know Lecter huh hmm okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right and all tracks. Um, but yeah, that scene with context. Wow, very different. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. This game's really good. Hey, it turns out this game's pretty good. The 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 two things that we have said that are not good about this game, well, two and a half. One, the Croy turns. Yeah. Two, you don't have the Geofront theme and you don't have the good battle theme. Mm-hmm. The half is Noel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, the rest of it is is good video game. Holy shit, is it good? It like again, like I'm very excited to play Reverie now. Like even more so. Mm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, like I was jazzed to play Reverie. Now I'm even more jazzed. To play like Reverie. immediately, I finished uh, this game and I looked. I went to I went to really look into see like okay, what's What's going on with Reverie? Because I really hadn't like paid attention to. It. I mean, what's I've, the deal with Reverie? I hadn't like looked at any like the localized trailers or anything like that, or like because I just wanted Whoa. to kind of keep blinders on to see because I wanted to get through these games first and then and then look into that and then like I saw the trailer and like it's like oh hey here hey by the way we're gonna give you the the ending to the Crossbell arc that you've wanted and I was like yeah let's go and like I looked up I was like okay who's all the characters that are returning for this and it's like. It's everyone you want. Like, all of the SSS are here. Like, Wazzy's here as well. Noelle's going to show mm -hmm. up. The main mm -hmm. group. Uh, Wald shows up, and he's working with Wazzy. He's got glasses. I was like, he's that's, got glasses. that's great. Garcia shows up, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> Just like Man. everyone you want to show up in from the Crossbell Games is showing up in Reverie for this, this story check section. So that's great. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. I I am too. Like... Everybody's talked about like this is the the third Crossbell game essentially, and I'm like, oh, you yeah, have my attention. Because essentially, at the end of this game, you don't really get a big, a real 
a real satisfying conclusion because like i mean obviously things there's good things that happen at the end but immediately it gets undercut because like oh yeah erebonia invades and crossbell is annexed and everything's gone bad again and then obviously as you see in cold steel three and four like things aren't going great for crossbell still so like this is really like kind of like the final time that they can really give you that that ending for this arc that it really had kind of deserved and mm-hmm. they're doing it, which I, I I'm really glad for, because like it's essentially it's it is the SSS and all your crossbow pals fighting against Rufus and everything. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how all that how it goes goes down, and I'm very excited to play it. Yeah, and I've been replaying Cold Steel Three. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, things hit that crossbow section yeah. hits very even like the sky stuff hits different for me now. I'm like, oh, amazing. It's neat what a little context will do for you. I mean, like, the games are already phenomenal, and I loved them, but, like, having that context takes it up another little notch that, you know, pretty legit. Again, I will continue to say it's, it is super surprising, because, like, what is... Reverie is the 10th game in the Trail series? That is it the 10th? It is the 10th. Three, three Trails games, or three Sky games, two Crossbell, four Cold Steel games. Okay, yeah. That they're able to weave such a coherent story together throughout so many entries in a series. Mm-hmm. That just, it's hard to see, I mean, it's hard to even imagine, like, any other series being able to do this. Like, it just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So it's it's still just some it's still very surprising and wild that they are able to pull this off successfully all the time. Not all the time, mm-hmm. I should say, but like just most of the time. Right. It's very cool. It's super, super cool. Like there are not many games doing what the Trail series does, and like I'm super, super, super glad that we've gotten into them because holy sh they're good. Yeah. Thank you. Tokyo Xanadu. Yeah, shouts out. Shout out to Tokyo Xanadu. The game's coming to Switch soon in Japan. Oh, is it? Oh, but probably over here as well at some point. I'd replay that game. It's a good game. Anyways, that's going to probably wrap it up for us this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have finished out the Crossbell arc. We will return to the Trail series once Reverie comes out in July. So mm-hmm. that'll probably not be. Not June. Well, no, no, not June. Nope. That's Final Fantasy Month. Oh god, there's so many games coming out this year. Yeah, too many games coming out. That's I mean it's every year, but still. Uh but yeah. We'll return to this series sometime in July after we both played through that and we'll talk about mm-hmm. all the stuff that happens there. Yay. But for now, if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimeshackup.com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and I'll Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, I don't we we don't have a plan yet, but we have a, quite a few options to choose from. Yep. So we'll just we'll find something from there probably, unless something else comes up. We'll just chit chat about that. In the meantime, please love Randy Orlando. Randy Orlando. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs>